Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The inmates have taken over the asylum. Houston visited the Yankees. A bunch of sweeps. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented by DraftKings. A special, special episode. My good, lifelong best friend, John Boy, is out today. He's on the IL. Uh, throat stuff. We're waiting for the report. We're waiting for the reports from the doctor. Uh, so everyone, tweet him and wish him well. We have brought in a replacement player. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Zero wins above for play. <laughs> Chris Rose is joining us. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I love it. So, first of all, Jake, you're on the East Coast. Yep. Ploof, you're on the West Coast. You live about 15 minutes from me. I check my phone because I'm such a crappy sleeper at like 6.15. You texted me at like 5.15 in the morning our time. You're like, yo, Big Daddy, you up? I'm like, God, I'm a terrible sleeper. Not, I'm not even up. Like, what the heck? I was like, oh, my God, what in the world happened? And you guys are like, well, Jimmy's sick. He can't talk. So they're going to need your fat ass in the seat today. Mm. Can't you can do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm a loser. I'm not doing anything else. I'm in. Love a, I love a fat ass. That's mm. what I'm known for. Early. It's no secret. <laughs> early. <laughs> early in the app. Okay. <laughs> okay. Trev, how are you, buddy? <laughs> Let me get these hands through yeah, real quick. Your hands through. Yeah. No, I'm excited to have you. I mean, you look younger than Jimmy, and you're not no, younger than not. Jimmy. So this no. is, uh, I think, I think like the hot boyness kind of Ooh. that rating rose. Uh, oh, rose ratings this rose. episode. But I'm excited to talk some ball. We had some good baseball going. I think we have a oh, lot yeah. of topics to talk about. I don't know if we're gonna be able to get to them all, um, but we'll try, man. No. We'll do our best. Today. I'm just gonna get my hands through all episode, just like right there, barrel to Keep the ball. Good. All right, Jake, lead us off. What do we got going, man? Holy smokes. I got I got one thing Ooh. before we get going. I told I mentioned this to Rosie. I've got one serious and nice thing, and then I've got one thing to bring myself back down. Boys, I'm excited to do this with you, you know? I, a lot of days this is me and my buddies that have done something, and now Trevor Plouffe, the guy we used to add and drop in our fantasy baseball league, and Chris ah. Rose, the guy who used to tell us to add and drop him, to be doing it with you guys, very stoked and uh, appreciative to do that. The high school boy in me is very excited. Follow-up to that, uh, the high school boy in me, uh, my sweet Jessica is out of town. I ordered uh, quantity two buy one, get one meals last night, so I ordered four meals to get me through the weekend. Um, and I was going to bring one in for lunch, but it was I was so lazy. I actually just ate the lunch after breakfast instead of bringing it in. So uh, I thought that I thought that'd be a nice balance of excitement and and purity, and then whatever that was at the end. So thanks. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait a second. How old are you? Thirty two. Thirty one. Thirty one. You're not married yet. No. You do don't have any kids. So we no know. kids. So there's zero excuse for you to not be cooking at this point. Oh, big time. Okay, good. Yeah. As long as we got that out on the table. Yeah. Challenge yourself. Get outside of your comfort zone. Start trying something. I talked to Ploof about how I 
cooked Michelle taco pizza on our first date, and now she has not been able to leave my side for 26 years. Mm, wow. Right, Michelle, taco was the pizza. taco pizza that won you over? <laughs> Did the She's taco like, pizza win you over, or was up, it something Chris. else? <laughs> she she left two hours ago. <laughs> oh, my stir fry was pretty good. Okay. Giddy up. I, don't I just want to be clear. You else. just... Instead of bringing your lunch in, you decided to eat it in the morning? Yeah, so I ate breakfast, showered, we talked about Jimmy being sick, and then I just decided to eat the lunch instead of bringing it in. So <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. But hey, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're like exploring new ways to ingest your food throughout the day. Yeah, I'm curious. something like that. Um, well, Chris, you said try new things. How about I do the one thing I've been into since I was a little kid? Let's talk some baseball, and I will bat lead off with the NL recap. Do you want to do the patrons? Patrons, I, I I don't have the patrons doc updated, so we'll just give all the patrons a shout out. Everyone who's a Patreon, thank you. Go check it thank out, you guys. If you're a new one, we'll get you next step. We'll get you next week. The chat is live right now. We appreciate everyone that's here. Let's chat. Let's do it. Do we have? We don't have the Mikey Rotano beats. We do not because I didn't get the Google Drive permissions from him because he didn't know he, I was receiving it today. Okay, so that happens sometimes. If you want the burn music, I can give you that, but that feels no. Wrong. Yeah, that feels wrong. That feels dirty. I'll just burn through the NL recap and I'll start with producer BBD's Phillies. They swept the Brew Crew, the Brew Crew that had been kind of hot to trot to start this mm -hmm. season. They lose four games to the Phillies. They're starting the Phillies starting pitcher. 25.1 innings pitch, five earned runs. They look good. The Brew Crew are starting to feel the injury bug big time. Yelich goes back to the I.L. after only one day back. Uh, yeah, that flips the Brewers' season on their heads a little bit. The cards jump them this week in the NL Central. Formerly my Colorado Rockies, they take two out of three from the Giants. They played a doubleheader, two seven-inning games. They split that. Giants took the first one. Rockies took the second. And then the Rockies take the third game, John Gray versus Webb. How about that? The Giants hitters, <laughs> they raked 297, 402, 593 slash line despite losing two out of three games. Uh, and Gossman and Cueto expected to return to the NL leading San Francisco Giants this weekend. So even though they lose the set, they've got some new uh, good news on the horizon. The Cubbies, a series that I was all hyped up about. We said maybe they'll start trading guys away if the big bad Dodgers come into the town. The Cubs sweep the Dodgers. Holy smoke, the, the hidden story in baseball right now. The Dodgers have been getting beat up on. 7-1-4-3-6-5 Cubbies. Bodie and Rizzo with walk-off singles. Hendricks. With a good start in the middle there And they got the Dodgers also with the losing They get the Dustin May official Tommy John surgery next uh, next Tuesday That stinks, we don't like that Padres take two out of three from the Pirates uh, Denilson Lamette returns for San Diego How about that? I didn't realize that He goes two innings, but that's all they were expecting Okay, that could help them out as this season goes each Pirates starting pitcher goes at least five innings pitch with two earned runs or fewer, but that's not enough as the Pods take two out of three in a low-scoring series. Cardinals split a series with the Mets. Cardinals starting pitchers, they've been struggling a little bit. 5.5 ERA, nobody gets six innings. Lindor, holy smokes, 0 for 26. Frankie. My God, he wants to go back to Chris Rose's Cleveland right about now. And DeGrom got scratched for the Mets 
Uh, so we don't like that, but they split the series there. My Diamondbacks, as I fully anoint them as my team, we're friends on social media. They get a little bit of the Jake curse to them. Swept by the fish with arms in Miami. Alcantara, Detweiler, and Lopez. How about it? 0.69 ERA from the starting pitchers, a 0.64 from the relievers for the Marlins. They dropped it. Uh, I'm sorry, D-backs. I take full responsibility for that. In the last NL on NL matchup, the Nationals and the Braves, the Braves sweep them. How about it? Is it about time for Atlanta to get hot? We've been waiting. You know, uh, oh, my God, this guy won't stop at the dish. That's pretty wild. Uh, and the Braves starting pitchers had a good series themselves. So Braves, be a good time to get hot for them. And my Nationals, I just got excited about them, too, as they got to 500 and then they lose three straight. So that is the NL recap. Um, Chris Rose, our our special our guest for the day. What uh what jumps yes. out for for you for the uh the National League matchups? I thought the Cubs Dodgers series was really interesting on several levels. Um, first of all, for the champs, they've got a lot of injury issues, a ton, and it's really affected their bullpen in particular. Um, they've got guys that are in high leverage situations that shouldn't be in high leverage situations right now. And the guys that are experienced in that area, Kenley Jansen, for example, could have slammed the door shut in one of those games, did not. Um, and so they're going to have to kind of fight their way through that over the next several weeks until Gonsolin gets back, until Price gets back. You know, Knable got put on the 60-day, so that's that's going to hurt them. The Dustin May injury, Ploof and I talked about this earlier in the week on our Instagram live show, that the Dustin May injury might not hurt them May – through September, but it could play a factor in them trying to successfully defend their crown in October. Yeah. I just think that their ability to move starters to the bullpen and get critical outs in big time situations that could be hampered by losing a guy like Dustin May for the year. On the other side of it with the Cubs, I am not buying them. I am not buying the Chicago Cubs this year. I think there's still going to be, you know, you mentioned during your recap, well, you know, at the beginning of that series, do we wonder whether or not they're going to be sellers? Yes, and they should be sellers. Um, this was this was their last hurrah last year, in my opinion. You saw it start to break apart um, by getting guy, rid of guys like Schwarber, who at one point seemed untouchable with that administration because yeah. he was a top-five pick and such a big-time leader in that clubhouse. Well, they let him go. And they're going to trade Chris Bryant this year. He will not be a Chicago Cub. Mm. Uh, the best thing to have them have happened for them is to have him continue to smack the baseball out of the yard because they're going to get a huge time return on him. He will not be a cub after July 31st. Ooh. Okay. I, I, I agree with you. We talked about this a bunch. I said, he's going to the Royals. That's where I have him scheduled yeah. to go, which I think mm-hmm. is an interesting That's spot for him. Um, I, I, I love the Phillies, man. Coming off that crazy Met series, you know, they got all fired up and they have to take on the Brew Crew, who obviously is a great team. Yeah, they're dealing with some injuries, but to go and sweep them in a four-game set, sweeping somebody in a four-game set is very, very tough. Right. Phillies do it. How, how do their infield do, BBD? Just curious. Phillies infield. Good as always. Ah, yes. Good as always. They're the best. The Phillies infield rocks. They did it, and you know what, man? I'm happy for the guys there because I like the way they play baseball. They're fiery. When you watch them play, it's a good time. Like you're not going to be disappointed uh, in like the effort that goes on in Philadelphia, and that's fun to watch. Do you trust them, Ploof? 
I do. I, I, I said from the beginning of the offseason, like, this is a team that has all the pieces in place. They needed to shore up the bullpen. They brought some guys in to do that. This is a team that is a World Series contender. Like They have the people and um, you know the depth to be a team that can make a run in the postseason. So they need to get there. And the NL East is kind of a weird thing right now. But if it's they get to the playoffs, really I don't think there's many people that are going to want to face them. I don't know. I, I'm... I need another. I need to know. I figure out teams by the middle of June. Sure. Okay, so I still need another five weeks, in my opinion, to to figure out what the Phillies are. They don't scare me. You said they they scare you. They don't scare me pitching wise. They just don't. Maybe Zach Wheeler has gone to a different level because he has pitched very well. But I'm just telling you that. And Nola's great. But there's other rotations I would take in the National League over them, and the bullpen still. Although improved, I mean it had to be. It was the worst we'd seen in a century. They've still got, they've still got holes. And if you look at that NL East, it's imp- I have not figured it out. You know that there's only one team in that division that has a positive run differential. Do you know who yes. it is? Finish the Marlins, Marlins right? baby. It's the Marlins. They're plus twenty. Everybody else is negative, and and bad negative. Like negative <laughs> eight is the next closest. So, you know, some people aren't big in it and run differential. I, I pay attention to it. Um, I don't know. I just – I need another five weeks on the fills. Look, Sorry. I just think you get there, you need three starters, okay? You need three starters in the playoffs, and then you need your bullpen to come up big. You have to have some guys that can eat some innings when needed. Wheeler, no, I mean, it's Nola, number one, then Wheeler. And then Eflin has kind of found that level that, mm-hmm. you know, they wanted him to well, take a step up. He's taken the step up. And so I think if you, you can put those three guys, yeah, are they going to like, are there the names going up against other NL rotations? No, but I don't think a lot of teams want to face those guys come the playoffs either. So I think they're not the, they're not the number one contenders. They're not the number two contenders, but they're definitely in the talk for a team that can make a run in the postseason. They're, okay. They, so are they your favorite in that division, Jake? I no. I, what I'd say for the regular season, I I think the Phillies the Phillies lineup and in, in any regular season series they can give you trouble. There's a lot of veterans. There's a lot of guys you can buy into. Uh, kind of what Trev was leaning into at the end there. If they find a way into the playoffs and you have to do Nola Wheeler for four out of five games, or if you have to do Nola Wheeler for four out of seven games, like that's kind of their recipe. And then if you get a little Eflin or something like that, the NL East man, I. I, I'm already bought in that it's going to be like this all year. I think if you have a good homestand, you're going to jump two teams. You have a bad road trip, you're going to drop two teams. I I just think they're going to – how do you separate these teams besides the Braves, who everyone's been waiting yes. for, and maybe is this was this the series that gets them hot? Because they're the team, when you do put all of these on paper, they are just – they're a hair flip above the competition. Ooh, a Dansby Swanson hair flip. Ooh, like that. Chris, just so you know, I have the Braves over the Houston Astros. That's my preseason pick for the World Series. Okay. Wow. So, you went Astros. Houston came out hot, then has slowed down a little bit. Now they're playing decent, and the Braves came out atrociously, but they're picking it up. So, like you said, we're, the standings don't mean shit until June, even maybe even July. Not even so much the standings. I just need to figure out the personality of a team because you can play poorly in a six-month season for a month and still be okay. Twins fans are are happy to hear that. Yeah, well, they better be. 
Holy <laughs> smokes, are they dreadful. So <laughs> I've what got, else we got? I've, I've got a fun fact on the Minnesota Twins when we get to the AL. Oh, I've been, stop. I've been is it fun or is it? No, it's, it's, you're going to like it, Trev, I swear. Um, the, only, the only other big team I, I think we need to check off, because the, the NL East is the NL East. Um, good for the Marlins. I, it's the team the Mets split with, the Cardinals. The Cardinals yeah. have jumped mm-hmm. the Brew Crew. And I, I don't know. I mean, we I live on the Twitter internet. I haven't seen the Cardinals hype train leaving the station, but that I think by the start of this season they were the NL Central favorite after the Arenado trade. Yes. Um I mean are are we drinking Cardinals Kool-Aid? I have from the beginning I picked them to win the division. You know, the Brewers came out and Corbin Burns has established himself and they're pitching who we, we got told the pitching was going to be just fine, but on paper, we're like, hey, we need to see it. Well, we've seen it. It's pretty damn good, but I think the Cardinals are the most well-rounded team. Uh, Reyes has been great, and you know you need somebody like that to close out games. They got them. Um, I th- they're still my favorite to win the Central, for sure. I had, I had Milwaukee. I will stick with them. Uh, I think they battled a few demons even in the first five weeks. You know, they've got one extra base hit, I think, from Christian Yelich so far this year. Yeah. The, the back sort of situation, if that is if that is a, a real issue for him, you know, hamstring back sort of stuff, that could be a thing that plagues him all year. That worries me. Um, with the Cardinals, so they're fascinating, right? They got, like, basically zero outfield production <laughs> at times. Um Goldschmidt has not done anything for the most part through five weeks. And yes, Reyes has pitched well, but if you look at his strikeout to walk ratio, it's almost one to one. And that always scares the bejesus out of me. If I'm giving a ball to a guy in the ninth inning and you're a one to one ratio on that, that is always a problem. So it hasn't come back and bit him because I think he's actually thrown the most innings in baseball without allowing a run yet or an earned run. And so, you know, he's figured his way out of troublesome situations. But I think it's those two teams. I think the Cubs are third-ish, and I think the Reds are fourth, and the Pirates are are mighty. They've actually fought harder than I thought they would. I'll give the Pirates credit. Yeah, we and Jake picked them to go over their projected win total, so we've been on the Pirates. Like 40? It was 56 (laughs) 56. or something ridiculous like that. You know, I'll say this about the Cardinals. If Carlos Martinez can put it together like he did last mm-hmm. start and be a guy guy, like they need that. Like Jack's been doing his thing. Wainwright's been, you know, kind of probably what they expected from Wainwright. He, and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to eat innings and just keep him in ball games. But if Martinez, they, they need a, a, another dominant guy in their starting rotation. And Martinez can be that. You know, we just got to see it over the course of 162. Right, but that's the thing. Do you trust him? I mean, I think he's a two-time All-Star, and you were like, oh, my God, when that guy was a fire-breathing dragon and mm. wearing his hair different colors every start, so you were like, I can get on board this. And then he just kind of lost it, and then he went bullpen and got injured, and you didn't know what he was. So I don't know what he is still. Yeah, I, the, the Cardinals, man, they always – they find a way. Like, Martinez's season right now is looking okay. Jack Flaherty, we all obviously believe in him. Wayno's uh, got the highest ERA on the staff right now, and you still believe he's going to give you an effort. Gant has been really good for them. Kim has right. been really good for them. Like, that's, you know, I feel like, Chris, you say you find out what a team is in June when we look at these Cardinals teams. It's like, well, 
you know, the pitching, they got guys at the back end. They've got a starting pitcher that gives you an effort, and Goldschmidt and Arenado. That might be enough to get them through the NL Central. We'll see. And the Brewers, man, God, Yelly's been hurt. Hurra got sent down. Like, those were supposed to be <laughs> the middle of their lineup. Middle of their lineup. Uh, Trev, why don't you take us to the American League? But before we go to the American League, we'll talk about something both of you guys know pretty well. How about dugout mugs? Dugout mugs. Mother's Day, it's Sunday. If you haven't gotten something yet, what are you doing, guys? Jake looks in the mirror. Dugout mugs, they are the best. All three of them, all three of us are holding them right now. If you haven't seen them, they are baseball bats that hold liquid. It's the dream. They've got the wine mug. They've got the knob shot. Uh, dugout mugs, and right now they're giving you 35% off with code JOMBOY. Ooh. 35% off. That's a real one. Yeah, that's not a that's not a 3% off. That's 35% off. Dugoutmugs.com. Promo code JOMBOY. They're the perfect gift. When you hold one in your hand, it's the mix of holding a baseball bat and a beer, kind of. So they can take that if they want. 35% off. Code <laughs> JOMBOY. Dugoutmugs. They're the best. They've been with us for a while. Uh, and we appreciate them. Perfect end of season award, a little graduation gift or something. Yeah. Those are coming fast. Ooh. Wow. Producer BBD okay, on the gift scene. Okay, yeah. BBD. I mean, you, you might be late for Mother's Day. You can get a jump on Father's Day now. Yeah. Can you even that? drink a beer out of it yet, BBD? Debatably. <laughs> but give okay. fine beer. Give him a white claw and watch out. He's like maybe not, Watch you know. Out. If you go to if you go to Italy, they drink from when they're like twelve years old. These so. young guys are clawed. Out of the womb. They're out of the They're womb. Spike Seltzer guys, man. We uh, soft. It's oh a little bit. God. Well, Trevor, you're the king of soft. Why don't you tell Trevor, us? I, you know, I've been soft my hey, entire hey, life. That's who I am. That's what I'm about. Let's put everyone. Put your arms down. I'm sensitive. Trevor, can you I tell us? I love all you. Can you tell us what happened in the American League? I know about one series, but that's about it. All right, all right. We'll start out with the Astros visiting New York proper. <laughs> what the hell happened? That showbiz. That showbiz. All right, we got what him back. You, Trev? What is happening? <laughs> what is going on? That's what, twice now. What are you doing? Right before you got void. into it, you disappeared. Are you back? It's not on my end. I'm back. I'm back. Let me start again. Start again. The Astros go to New York, and I think the series went as good as any Yankee fan could have wanted. And I think even Astros fans got a little out of it. Yankees take two out of three. They win the first two games. Uh, Stanton is on another level right now. Then Altuve with the go-ahead three-run home run and the eighth inning of game three to put the Astros up, and then they ran away with it. A couple notes. Urshela left Thursday's game. We'll get an MRI on the knee. And Voight saw him in the rehab games. He's been yeah. crushing the ball down there in Scranton. Uh, me and him got a little bit of uh, something in common. I used to crush the ball down in Scranton. Mm-hmm. Also, Odor, the life and the heartbeat <laughs> of the organization had to go on the DL. We'll see how that affects the Yankees. They take two out of three. Moving on to Seattle, the Orioles go in and they take two out of three. Means, obviously, with a no-hitter in game three. Only one runner reached on base because it was a passed ball on a strike three. That was insane. 
But the Orioles starting pitchers, even besides means, are really good. A .92 ERA, only two earned runs in 19 innings pitched. And my guy, Pat Vileka, stays hot five for nine with a home run. You guys know my Pat Vileka story. I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah. It's not going well in Minnesota, let me tell you that much. The Rangers went into Minneapolis, and they took three of four from my Twinkies. The relievers for the Rangers are really good, posting a 1.8 ERA in 15 innings. Gallo hit two home runs because Gallo hits two home runs every series. He's the man. Twins hitters really struggled. And a big story out of there, Buxton had to leave the game on Thursday with a hip strain. And my guy, Alex Kirilov, and Arias, that's Jake's guy, also got placed on the IL. It is not a good time to be a Twins fan. Tigers go into Boston. The Red Sox end up taking two out of three. My guy, full pension, Piv starts game one. The Red Sox bats come alive. 10 of 12 players to appear in the series recorded three-plus hits. That's awesome. But the starting pitchers did struggle for the Red Sox, posting a combined 6.6 ERA. Adovino, old friend of the Yankees, pitched a scoreless ending in each game and recorded his first save. Red Sox, Red Sox take two of, threes, two of three because the Tigers are not a real Major League Baseball team. They're fake. We made them up. <laughs> Chris Rose's Indians go into Kansas City, and what do they do, Chris? They sweep them. Are you kidding me? Wow. The Mets dominate. Six players recorded multiple RBIs, and five players hit home runs. Josh Naylor, two homers and six RBIs in the series. Duffy kind of, he gets hit for the first time. Three, inning, three runs and five and two-thirds innings pitch. It's his first time giving up multiple earned runs in a start wow. this season. Savale, Matone, Bieber, McKenzie get it done for the Indians. They sweep a four-game set. This was an awesome series. Tampa Bay goes into Anaheim, and what do they do? They also sweep on the road. Every raised player to record at bat gets a hit. Eight players record multiple RBIs. Glass now six innings pitch, three and runs, is the only raised starter to surrender a run. That's how you do it. And the sound of music, your guy, Austin Meadows, two home runs, five RBIs in games, two. Obviously, the big story here, we'll talk about this a little bit more in depth. Albert Pujols yeah. gets released from the Angels. My goodness. Otani also did some wacky stuff there. We'll talk about that more. And the last series in the AL, Toronto going into Oakland. An aesthetically pleasing uniform battle. I like the blue and the green. Ooh. You know that. They split the series. The Blue Jays starting pitcher struggle. Shocker. We all knew that was going to happen. They combined for a 7.2 ERA. All of them give up at least three earned runs. But the bullpen does its job. One earned run and 14 innings pitched. Uh, Springer has to go back on the 10-day IL. Also, Merriweather mm. transferred to the 60-day IL. He was our guy. Yeah. Five Blue Jays rec- uh, record five-plus hits in the series. Gritchick, that fuck Gritchick, <laughs> seven RBIs. Hernandez with six RBIs. <laughs> They split the series, and that's what happened in the American League. Baseball. I like reading Trevor Plouffe's stuff. He's got a lot of good takes. Beautiful. Let's Beautiful, talk. Trevor. What do you guys got? Yeah. Chris? Plouffe, you yeah. were worried about getting through that American League run now. I thought you did great. Crushed, I would you. at least give it a C plus. Thank <laughs> you. I thought it was really, really well done. So, Started out in the void, and I made my way back, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. I don't know. Where Do you want to start with the pool holes? Do you guys want to talk or we we I just per- talked about it. We we got our thoughts out on the IG live. I want to hear 
our boy talking Jake. So I uh, this this will get a laugh out of both of you. Um, You know, you got to consider when a a young man enjoys the game of baseball and is playing the game of baseball. Uh, Albert Pujols was the best hitter I ever saw um, as as a young kid. Uh, So young Jake told himself, you know what I should do? Copy Albert Pujols' stance. And you know, you know what happened to young Jake? I just started hitting the weakest ground balls to third base because <laughs> I was standing up like just too high for how I should be standing, um, man. And I I dug into the stats yesterday because again, there's a generation like a lot of our fans that are probably watching this and live right now don't know the Albert Pujols. That was the dude. Like, I almost put some tweets out there that I knew were going to get bad feedback, like comparing his numbers to Trout and stuff like that. I figured that wasn't worth it. I'll just keep it on Albert. I mean, arguably the best right-handed hitter ever. Um, We don't need to do that right now. And, yeah, we were – so we were at Yankee Stadium when the news uh, broke, and I I think the thing – that went through our heads was Albert must clearly want to play because otherwise they would have let him retire and, and handle this differently. So I'm excited to see what the next move is. I, I wonder if he's in a rush. I mean, he still kind of cranks against lefties, right? So if there's a, I mean, a National League team where he could get some platoon at-bats or something, or if there's, stop. I, I don't know. Jake. What are you thinking? Why do you, if you're a National League team, why do you want a guy who can't run eat up a spot on your team? Playoff why bench. Why would you do it? Playoff bench. He doesn't want to be on the bench. bench. He doesn't it's, want to be on the bench. May 7th. Who's going to start to him, do though? That? Let mean, me tell you, I, oh. I gave a team okay. on the IG Live. I want you okay. to try to guess. It's an yes. AL team, and I think it's a it really good, good fit, and I think it might happen. Chicago White great. Sox, Tony LaRusso. No. Mm-mm. Too obvious. What do you got? I don't know. I thought to myself what team would want a guy like albert his numbers aren't there he's not necessarily going to help you win ball games with his play but he can help you mentor kids so i said look there's a team there that's not really trying they got some young guys a lot of early draft picks in their organization the baltimore orioles could use albert Mm. pujol get him over there give him start him five days a week dh first base wherever you need to get him at bats and let him mentor some of your young guys. Let him let him teach those kids about his approach, how how to be a big leaguer, how to I mean Albert Pujols, you said it, he was the best hitter you ever saw. You don't think that's valuable to an organization? His play is not valuable, but Albert himself is valuable. Orioles, do it. Let him clear waivers, you know, and just give him the minimum. Angels are paying everything. Right. How could you not right. do that? I think it's a good call. I, the more I thought about it, because I thought I couldn't find a place for him. Everybody's like, yeah, LaRusso will take him. No. <laughs> Why are you going to take at-bats away from a kid like Andrew Vaughn? Are you going to play him over Jose Abreu at first? No. Like, you don't need him clogging up the bases in meaningful baseball. I'd rather have Liam Hendricks run the bases than Albert <laughs> Fogles at this point in his career. So it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense for a contending team. And I'm not trying to trash the guy, because if you do – it's important to remind people how good he was. All we have is the stain of the last decade, 10 years, 240 million. That's all you remember from Anaheim because there were this many playoff wins out there after he joined him. 
the first 11 years of his career in St. Louis. He finished in the top five of the MVP voting 10 times. The one year he didn't, he finished ninth when he had 71 extra base hits and a 997 OPS. Somehow that that crappy year got him a ninth place finish in the MVP voting. Yeah. Most people would kill for that year as a career year. He finished ninth, which was his worst year in St. Louis. So with all that being said, I think Baltimore's fine. I think a young place like that. And, and people are it, saying, what about Ryan Mountcastle? What about Trey Mancini? Mancini. Ryan Mountcastle is young, a, a young guy. He doesn't need to be pigeonholed into DH in first base. And I don't know if you guys have seen what he's been doing this year. It's not good. He's got a 48 OPS mm. plus, a negative 0.9 war. He could use some teaching. But I mean, Bring do you over do you, to help the guy? Do you guys really think Albert wants to do that? Like, I he I, wants to play every day, and there's that. There's not going to be many options for him. God. Do, now that's the question. Do you think he? And we talked about this on Instagram Live. The hardest thing to do for a an entire sports organization and players individually is self evaluate because you think you're here when really you're here. Okay. Do you think he has the ability to say, I'm not an everyday player on a playoff contending team, Ploof? He he knows that. He knows that. You think he does? I think he wants to play so he can get some numbers up. Like, he's so close to... What number? He's not getting any numbers What numbers is he playing for? He's not going to get to 700 homers. He's at 667. He's not going to get to 3,500 hits. So what is he playing for? He's 14th all-time hits and... Isn't he? Isn't he two hits away from being first, number one uh, ever first baseman hits? Um, he just dipped under a hundred WAR. Like I don't know if these things mean anything to him, but he clearly still wants to play. That's that's what everyone is saying. He wants to start. The, the Angels would have kept him on the bench. They got to pay him anyway, but he didn't want to do that. So I'm just offering a, t- a scenario where he can go and play every day. It's the Baltimore Orioles. You know. So I said NL, and you both laughed at me. You called me I did. short, yeah. chunky, all of mm. that. Totally. No, no, no. I didn't do that. Oh, okay. Not yet. That was my bad. That was just what I, I heard. Um, There was a guy who ended up on a National League team last year that was a semi a joke around baseball as a bench player for one of the best Pablo National Sandoval. Why couldn't Albert Pujols go his last full season, 2019 – the last couple years have been what they have been. In 2019, Albert Pujols had an OPS in the 800s versus lefties. Get a couple lefty starts at first base, be a pinch hitter off the bench, and do the same thing you guys are talking about. I mean, Albert Pujols playing every day, I don't want to sound like an obnoxious Yankees fan right now, but for this Orioles team, I don't know. Doesn't that seem like one of those sad quarterback pictures that that you see where it's like, oh, did, can you believe he finished his career here? Everyone forgets about that. Like, I, I think he could still end up, you know, fifth man on an NL bench in a playoff for one of those lefty three-batter minimums. I don't know. It's a tough situation. Let's just leave it at that. that this is... It's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to talk about because we all, everybody in baseball has so much respect for Albert. We talked right. about it earlier today, Chris. What he does off the field is just yeah. as important as what he's brought to the field. Like, this guy is, <laughs> I mean, he's a made man in baseball. He's an all-time great. So, again, I just, 
man, if I am in Baltimore's front office, I'm like, hey, let's go do this. Let's get some some mentorship for our young guys. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's a really I, good fit for him. I just don't like rattle through the teams in the National League where it would make sense. Like it's not the Mets. We know that they have enough trouble fielding Jeez. the ball and running the bases as <laughs> is. Right. Yeah. It's not the Phillies. He's not going to get any at bats there. It's not Atlanta. Washington. No, they just traded for Josh Bell. That's not happening. The Marlins. No, Jesus Aguilar. It's not, like go through the teams and it just doesn't make sense. But I, I think think about the role here. Like, you know, I we said the same thing about Sandoval last year. Why is this guy on the Atlanta Braves because, to take one at bat? That's all he was doing. I think Pujols could find himself in he that. was comfortable with that. Yeah, he knew that's where true. He, what did, it goes back to what that's I true. was saying is being able to evaluate where you are in your career. And I don't care whether it's sports or not, you know, some sort of performance yeah. based you know, genre. And that's what this is. Do you know, do you know where I want him to go? Okay. Baltimore, you told me. Well, no, <laughs> we no, like that's this. where I think he, that's where I think he's going to go. There's two teams that I think would just make people throw up. Okay. And like, I kind of, I'm rooting for some chaos right now. Uh, one, obviously it's an easy one. The Chicago Cubs would be really fun. Like to have Cardinals fans see him in a yeah, Cubs uniform. Like that. would be awesome. Well, that'd be hilarious. But number two, and there's no room for him here either, but at least it's an American League team. If he went to the Astros, like no. that would be awesome. Too. Both those be, two teams, think, that would be so fun to see. Do you think he would go to try to find the baseball he hit off of Brad Lid? <laughs> it's evaporated. Oh, that's good stuff, man. You're telling me. We what else a, we got? Do we have anything yeah, else? Yeah, we, we got to jump around. There's actually there's another real hot one. Let's let's do a more fun quick hitter in between. Chris Rose, you're Cleveland Indians. Where are you at, man? What? I mean, the all these young pitchers, and if they get enough offense, always seems to be the formula. Are they fun? Like, catch me up on on Cleveland. No, they're not fun. They're not fun for <laughs> Indians fans to watch okay. because their their offense is is not very good. It's a bottom six offense for the most part. Here's where they have been amazing is the bullpen. And I know, like, bullpens don't sell tickets. They're not sexy. We don't talk about them very often. But the quartet of Whitgren, Shaw, who came back to Cleveland, you know, on a non-guaranteed contract. By the way, he's got the worst facial hair going in baseball. Mm. It looks like he taped a bunch of Brillo pads. He's in my book. Whatever. whatever. Okay, good. Way to work it. I'm going to guess Cutter. 94? Yeah, 3-1, walk-off, Johnny. Whatever. Just keep saying what you were saying. I don't want to talk about myself. Okay, bro. No big deal. Wow. Wow. All right. Keep going. Um, You made me lose count. Wild thing, Karen Check, Mm -hmm. who's a nutball. And then Class A has been amazing. Oh, my gosh. That guy is disgusting. Unbelievable. Who would have ever thunk that the – Indians trading Corey Kluber that we'd be laughing at the deal for Indians fans. We'd be like, huh, we got class A and you guys got one inning of Corey Kluber. That's amazing. We'll take it. So the bullpen can cure a lot of ills. It can be a great concealer of blemishes. Uh, it's still, in my opinion, an 83 win team tops, mm, wow. but it has been, I just don't, I mean, look at that lineup. It's, it's, Ron Mill and it's Jose and you know Eddie Rosario if he gets hot can he's a good bad ball hitter but other than that they get nothing at first nothing at catcher very little in the outfield so you think a guy like Albert Pujols could fit in there I think he might but only if we hit him against lefties as like 
third guy off the bench, <laughs> maybe an occasional start. You're sounding like my oldest brother, Bob, who t- texted us. Like, why aren't we getting pulled? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Terry Francona. B- that's perfect. Did, oh, yeah. Where did BBD go? He's peeing. He's peeing. Jeez, I need him to put the picture of Travis Shaw right. up on, on the screen because hey. you're right. See, Rose, that is. He looks like the Unabomber right now. Shout oh, out. you mean Brian Shaw? Brian Shaw. Oh, what did I say? I said Travis, Travis. Shaw? Travis. Yeah, yeah. Brian Shaw. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's it's a horrible look. And by the way, we're talking Indians lineup. I've got this shirt. Look at this. This is from the 95 team. Just Oof. follow me. All right. Lofton, Viscal, Bayerga, Bell, mm. Murray, Tome, Ramirez, Paul Sorrento, Sandy Alomar. And if I do much more, I'm going to show off my moves. So I don't, I'm not going to lift this anymore. That's, that's later but, in the show. Um I don't know. So you don't you don't think this team has a chance to compete in the AL Central? You don't think it gets maybe messy enough? Mm, no, I think the White Sox will get their shit together. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I, it's crazy. I, I said this, I think, even last episode. When you actually see the White Sox talent and depth where, like, you know, uh-huh. Kopech wasn't even penciled in for them this year, really, and now he's starting to go and all that stuff. Um Central's going to be interesting, man. The, the Indians ball club wins games despite everything they try to do in their off seasons. Um, Royals get checked <laughs> down back to earth a little bit. It'll see. We'll see if the magic runs out there. Are you ready for my Twins fun fact, Trevor? This I am. This was going to be uh, my award, but I wanted to save it for if Chris Rose has to run early to record uh, Chris Rose mm. rotation ad. Um, we'll see. So, uh, James Smythe is a gentleman who does the Yes Network stats, and he's interactive on Twitter, and he's he's good. Mm-hmm. He's he's good with the numbers. So he tweeted out, "The Twins are zero and seven under Calvin Ball rules." And I was like, "What does what does that mean?" <laughs> In every extra inning game this year, ten inning games, runners on second, the Twins are zero and seven. So I asked James Smythe, I said, hey, is this just extra innings or does this include seven inning double headers as well? He said, oh my God, they're 0 in 7 in extra inning games, they're 0 in 4 in double headers. In nine inning baseball games this year, the Minnesota Twins are 11 and 8. <laughs> That's something right there. That's pretty good. That's not bad. I'll, I like so, it. So, a little bit of a deep cut, like but it. if there's a team that is not liking the new rules, <laughs> it is Minnesota. Oh, my God. People, so what people we, in Minnesota are like, okay, okay. Yeah, let's go. You, you so, betcha. You betcha, Jake. <laughs> if they can just get to October is what you're telling me, where they're going to play single games <laughs> and we play old extra inning rules, they're, watch out for the they're Twins. They're feeling good. They're feeling good. So, I like that. That was a nice. That was a nice step. The people in Minnesota need that. Yeah, they need man. That. God, a, a, God, they've been horrible. eleven and nineteen. I do, uh, I do want to go back. Yeah. Uh, Josh, I think it was Josh Osborne, gave us ten bucks in the chat because wow. we were talking about the Phillies making the World Series. So I forgot to shout him out when it happened. So shout out, Josh. Nice. My okay. Guy. Hey, what's this? I can't. I'm not. Um, technologically sound enough to get two screens this, on my computer. This today. is great because no. I'm usually the boomer here. <laughs> Now I'm like the yeah. cool young kid. This is great. 
Great for me. Yeah, but well, I just you know, if somebody had taught me ahead of time, I think I could have grasped it by about twenty twenty seven. Um what are they saying in the chat? Are we good? Oh yeah. Are we all right? They're loving it. What do you guys think Ev about C Rose? Everyone roses in the chat. Yeah, everyone, everyone give your honest sorry, you feelings. Everyone keeps sending roses yeah. in the chat. That's very okay. Are they black? It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, black. They're roses. roses. Hey, either way, they're roses. Um, let's see. Because uh, there is one more big conversation. The Rays uh, swept the Angels. We got caught up on the pool hole side of that. Uh, Rays. Uh, a couple of their gross young pitchers have gotten it going. McClanahan looks like really we haven't seen lefties pump it like that. Um, I don't know anything on the Rays. They're they're the Rays. They pitch and get timely hits and do their thing. The weirdest team ever in baseball. Gotta love them. I'm more interested in the upcoming series than the one they just completed. I, I, the Oakland series, Rays A's, not just because we're into um, limericks and rhyming here, but. <laughs> Because they just they mirror one another the way they go about yeah. their business, and so I do. I th I'll be more fascinated by that. The Angels are just all over the place. Yeah, Angels. It's place. it's May and the Angels are in last place, and it feels like you could say that every year. Um, yeah, yeah, Rays and A's in their last series, uh, they were in Tampa and they played some really good baseball. So that will be fun. Mm -hmm. Tigers took two out of three, or excuse me, Red Sox two out of three from the Tigers. The Tigers are world class bad. We mentioned how some of the other teams are fighting. Uh, the Pirates. Can we stop that? They are, Chris. Can we stop that? What? Have some respect for the game. Stop it. Kloof, you played on some shitty teams, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, so so okay. I'm, a, I'm an expert. I'm an expert. So when when guys like Jake and myself hey. and Jimmy and anybody else who wants to pile on, when we say they're shitty and they suck. That's, we're, I think that Jake is more referring to the organization and they're just not trying. So, yeah, the players, we're not talking specifically wait, 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 players. Stop. How are they not trying, Jake? I thought I thought there was a chance the Tigers were going to be exciting this season. Hinch coming into town. Those yeah, young well, pitchers. Where's Hinch? Isn't Hinch this excellent <laughs> baseball mind? What happened? Uh, you, oh, my you theory got that you have to have good players we, to be a good manager rings true again. <laughs> we, well, wait, that was of a course it, Of course they were going to suck this year. That none of their pitchers have innings at this at this level. You don't not, not all the guys they've drafted are going to be studs. So you got to figure out which ones have the balls to play at this level, and that's what they're doing. They're figuring it out right now. Yes. The bigger question is, with that organization, my son asked me this yesterday. He goes, when are the Tigers going to do with Mikel Cabrera mm. what the Angels just did with Pujols? And I was like, whoa. Yeah. I think they're scared of Miguel Cabrera. That's my opinion. The Tigers? Yes. Yes. I think it's probably in range next – is next year the final year? No, before I the options, more. I think that's the. I think. I think, let me I think that's the rub, man. I mean, if they're still going to pay him forty mil or sixty mil, depending if it's two years or four, three years, like, might as well keep him around if he's happy and he'll talk to some of the young guys. I believe there's two more guaranteed years after this year. Whew. <laughs> In theory, so they can mutually agree to thirty yeah. mil a year for two years after that too. But yeah, so there's two more. He's got two more at 32 each at ages 39 and 40, and then two $30 million vesting options that vest if he's in the top 10 of the MVP voting. Yeah. So I think they're good there at age 41. 
So, I mean... Is that amazing, though? So, if they released them today, they'd still owe them what? 60, uh, like 70, probably yeah. 70, almost $80 million. Jeez. So, I think they'll keep him as long as he's happy enough to be there and hang around. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So, we'll, let's put this one on hold, yeah. and we'll have the conversation uh, in 2023. Chris, I guess I guess when I say that about the Tigers, is you can, you can be a bad team and still be fun. Like, even some of the recent Orioles teams, like, at least mm-hmm. they hit a little bit. Yeah. Like, the Tigers, I don't know if there's a single guy that would be, like, a fantasy baseball option. Like, Akil Badu was fun the first week. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of him, man, like, there's... I don't know. They came... When we saw them play the Yankees, they played a lot of bad baseball. They're the only team in Major League Baseball that is in single digits in the win column. Um, so, listen, I get it. Yeah. They're they are they're not a good team. They are not a good team. Ploof, you got the who farted look on your face. <laughs> I'm you just okay? I'm looking up stats right now. Okay, it was me. The Tigers are at the bottom of the barrel in ERA plus and OPS plus, and there's nobody even close. Now, I was on a 2012 team that lost 96 freaking games, okay? I've also lost 100 games. I've lost 100 games in my career, too. But you're not going to find the Twins on the bottom of the barrel of either of those. We still had players on those teams that just didn't work out. They are actively not trying to win right now. They're actively not trying to win, and I think that's the difference in between me saying they're not a real baseball team and then being a real baseball team. It's not they the players. It's Grossman. not the players. The players are going out there trying their damnedest. And these guys, you're, if you're in the major leagues, you're a major leaguer, okay? I have mm-hmm. respect for the players, but their front office is not putting them in a position to win at all. They're not trying to but win. you could say, but hold on here. We just had the discussion about my Cleveland Indians. Do you know what their payroll mm. was opening day? 30 or 40 million. I forget. It was really low. 44 million. Yeah. 44 million. Okay. So they're also not trying to win, but they, they, they're just so good development, developing players that they're winning baseball games. Oh, okay. But maybe that's the point is that I don't know if it's not that the tigers are not trying. It's just when you're paying one guy so much money and he's not living up to that production and you are trying to save money in certain areas. It's going to show across the board. It is going to show. Plus, they're trying to rely on a, so many young arms yeah. right now, right? Like, Boyd's going to get traded at some point. And then it's just going to be a bunch of kids in that rotation. And they'll just see who makes it and who flops. Don't you agree? Well, yes. And, I mean, that's I, – I guess I was really excited for a lot of those kids. Scoobles been struggling a lot. Um mm-hmm. Casey Mize has not been good. Yeah, so that's I guess that's the point. Like if if Casey Mize had gone off to a real hot start and there was like Mize fever, right now they don't have the one thing. Like it's hard. I know. Dude. I hey, I it is hard. High school baseball was hard for me. Never mind the uh, never mind what they're doing. And by the way, that Luke, was there one? Sorry, I go was going to say that that 2012 Minnesota Twins team. I mean, that had Joe Maurer was hitting 319. I mean, you could tune in to 16 starts by Liam Hendricks. So, I mean... We, didn't have the, we did not have the pitching that <laughs> That, that year, was okay? entertainment. Ben Revere stole 40 bags. I need one guy ben on Revere, the Tigers man. to tune into. That's what I need. And, and I will... Look, let's, we need to get off the Tigers, but I do want to make a <laughs> point. Yes, we do. Make a point. 
I've always said this. A manager is only as good as his players. People were like, AJ yeah. Hinch is the greatest baseball mind in baseball. We got to get it back. What? what? What does he do differently? <laughs> he writes, the, does, does he have a better pen that he writes the lineup with mm. or what? It's, yeah, this is this is the prime example. If you have good players, you're a good manager. Joe Girardi knew how to manage the bullpen. Oh, because he had a great bullpen. <laughs> That's why he managed the bullpen great, because he had a great bullpen. People need to just hey. remember this. Tigers are a great example of it. If you're a manager, Phil, you're only Phil as good Jackson. as your players. Phil yeah, Jackson. Phil Jackson. The season without either MJ, Kobe, or Shaq. Yeah. Just saying. Okay, sorry. That's my rant. It was beautiful. That's that's why we need to talk about it. And there's one last hot button. We can kind of we we normally try to hit the Yanks quick. Speaking of Hinch, the Astros came to town. Uh, mm-hmm. We went to the third game where Altuve hit the uh, <laughs> take the wind out of the stadium homer, which was a pretty wild thing awesome. to see. Um, I'll, All right, quickly yeah. tell us about that. I want to hear what the stadium reaction. So. It was the loudest the stadium was because it was two strikes to Altuve, who they kept getting loud for. Uh, with the Yanks were still up one at that point, right? They were still up. It was first and third, one out, so, I believe. And they got Green had fallen behind three one. He just got the strike to make it a full count again, and it got as loud so as it's got. It was as loud as it was, and then Altuve cranked it. And yeah, I mean, I. Uh, out of stadium events I've been to, that's probably the biggest win just taken right out of it because it was the one guy. Um, and I know Trev was getting roasted for this, and I mean, I might even say it quick so no one can clip it, but my initial thought was, holy crap, how good does it have to feel for that guy? Um, so, yeah, it sucked for my Yanks, and they accomplished what they needed to. They won the series. Um, obviously, it was it was pretty wild. I mean, hearing... Hearing how loud that stadium got with 10K people in it uh, was cool, and what Stanton's doing right now is insane. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was classic. I We, we do a Talking Yanks pregame show every day, and I uh, my line that I said that I'll, I'll lean into again, like if there was ever a team that, you know, they already lost the series, the Yankees won the war, yeah, we're booing their guys. If there was a group of guys that could say, you know what would be nice if on our way out, their golden goose, Garrett Cole, if we could get them on today and walk away with a win, and that's what Houston did, and Altuve hits the homer, and they beat Cole. and uh, So I don't know, man. It was uh, the first inning of that series felt like a normal baseball game. <laughs> so to have that for three days was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, we still got the interlead to go over. Oh, that's wow. Yeah, I'm gonna hop. I'm gonna hop after the interleague. Okay. Uh, yep. Well, yeah. All you tell me about all of the interleague baseball games from this past week. Oh wow, that's our normal well, music. We, we, we got it. Yeah. Oh gosh, I guess I get to do the interleague recap. I think we we only had the one in Cincinnati, yep. <laughs> White Sox and the Reds. Yep. That was it. Yep. Okay, uh, Shoeless Joe through the series, and oh wait, this is. Right here. Um, all right, so it was split. Yeah. It was only a two-game set. Uh, White Sox won the first one nine nothing behind Dylan Cease. Forget about what he did on the mound. The man got three knocks in his first three abs. The first American League pitcher to do that since the legendary Boo Ferris in <laughs> 1945 to start his Oof. career. 
three for three. Holy smokes. Dallas Keuchel followed that up with shutout ball of his own, but he was matched by Sonny Gray in game two. So we had to go extras, a game in which, of course, we know that the Minnesota Twins would have lost if they had played in this series. But instead, it was the Reds that got the win. Jesse Winker with the walk-off. The big news in that one was that Liam Hendricks, who was brought in to pitch, was the runner at second base (laughs) in the top of the 10th, even though he did not need to be via rule book. And Tony La Russa did not know that. Jake and Ploof, let's start with you, Jake. Is that the biggest news to come out of that interleague set? Oh, man. <laughs> great A, great job on the interleague uh, games. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, a little bit. It's uh, How about I'll say this. I think it's, it's innocent enough. This actually happened in a Yankees-Orioles mm. game last year. Uh, Jonathan Holder ran the bases, and the Yankees didn't know the rule. The Orioles did the same thing. They didn't know the rule. So I'm a little more immune to this situation. Uh, I think this is a nice little kindling if everyone wants to start their La fire. And like we said before, you know, you still expect the White Sox to have this division. I think they're easily the most talented team. If they don't get the engine turning, and maybe Larusa has another small thing here, small thing there, then the fire starts to get a little bigger, and that's when I don't know. Reinsdorf loves him; he's not getting fired. <laughs> and we we talked about this a little bit, but where were the bench coaches at? Like, yeah. I know it falls on Larusa because he's They've the got manager. Sixty-seven of them, <laughs> but yeah, they have a ton of bench coaches, and you'd think. One of them would have been like, hey, no, we don't need to have Hendricks. They didn't do that. And what I thought was really funny was like, yeah, maybe that's an obscure thing. Like maybe they just didn't really talk about it, whatever. But David Bell, manager of the Reds, came out after the game and said, oh, the league was explicitly clear on this rule. They made it very, very clear that the pitcher didn't have to run. So it's a super bad look. And and Rosie and I were just defending the Rusa about some of the managerial decisions he made. People were all over him about uh, leaving Lucas Giolito in too long. Uh, not pinch hitting uh, Vaughn or, or for Hamilton, something like that. And I'm like, you know what? Those are going to happen throughout 162. This to me is a little bit uh, less excusable. It's more inexcusable. How about that right there? Mm. Uh, so, you know, it kind of falls on the whole coaching staff, but, you know, LaRusa really kind of is he showing his age a little bit right there? I know, it's a, I know it's a weird rule. So oh, I kind of give him a little leeway there, age but card. you still got to know it. Yeah, you have to know it. It's inexcusable. The one thing a coach has to know in any league is the rule book. You have to because you are the last line of defense. And that is, you know, you often hear the game speeds up on guys. The game speeds up on guys. And, it, you know, when a bench coach comes in to manage for a guy who's sick or has to take the weekend off because he's got a family issue or something like that, you always hear the bench coach say, I never understand how fast the game happens. This didn't happen immediately. Like we had a commercial break, (laughs) you know, guy trots out like you could probably like Liam has got his helmet on wrong. Why is he even out there with his helmet on? Like he doesn't have to be running. Like we could send out Jose Abreu. He was the last guy to make the out before the pitcher spot. Like that's what it says in the rule book. And I have two minutes and 30 seconds to figure that out. (laughs) That's inexcusable. But I guess to circle back to my own question, 
that was not the biggest thing to have happen in that series. Uh, two injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Votto down for at least a month. And Luis Robert, that one could be big because they were already missing Eloy Jimenez, yeah. right? So now to take Robert out and miss basically, he, he's going to be back hopefully by August and help them out the, maybe the last six weeks of the season. But, man, to miss all that developmental time for a kid who's still kind of learning and growing in this game, that's big-time stuff, in my opinion. Hey, by the way, we just found a place for Albert Pujols with Votto's injury. Wow. Cincy. Cincinnati Pujols. There you go. If you're looking for a guy who hit 198, (laughs) call him. Also, Trevor Plouffe. All right. Yeah. So, 2017 (laughs) Plouffe is back. Look, let's let Rosie get out of here. He's got a really important interview to do with Tyler Glass now. And you want to announce the guest? Go ahead. You can do it. My guy, my captain, Evan Longoria. Oh. Sneaky, great career on on the like he's close to being a Hall of Famer. He's very close to being a Hall of Famer. He's got to play a little bit longer. So he does. And uh he hit his three hundredth homer last year, which I, I think a lot of people Missed it. Like 300 homers is a lot of show homers, right? And he did it in front of no fans. Mm. So I'm going to get his take on that because I I have to imagine he's probably running around the bases like, shit, man, I just hit 300. And then he's looking around. He's like, does it really count (laughs) if you could actually hear it clank off of the seats? 56 and a half career war, 308 homers. And oh, yeah, he's hitting... 282 with a 391, 513, 904, 156 OPS plus this guys year. Hey, uh, Do we like him better with the beard or without it? Young, young Longo with like the little soul patch is probably my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make sure you mention Good that one. to him. I will. Longo, I will. The flavor. Longo change. is genuinely a favorite of Trev, so he's uh, he's not blowing smoke. That's his dude. We hear. Every almost every yeah. time we mention the Giants, <laughs> and if Longoria doesn't get love, we get yelled at. So, um, hey, by the way, if you want to text him and just say, "Hey, man, I hear that you're taping with Rose at eleven o'clock Pacific time," that's awesome. It wouldn't <laughs> hurt as a reminder. Okay, I'll <laughs> remind him. Just a, just a little FYI, he's, and just so you know, he's he's super into uh, cards now, like cards. Yeah, I know. So ask him about her. We're actually we're gonna, on IG together yeah. a lot of the nights, uh, doing these breaks together. It's a lot of fun. Wow. That's cool. That? That's awesome. Um, guys, I appreciate you having me. Jimmy will be back in his seat, hopefully on Monday. I know everybody, the fan base is rooting for it. I know it's hard when you get a different person in the seat. I've had that. I've been a part of it. Thank you for letting me hang out for the hour. Chris fun. Rose, the, we love the chat is very happy with you. Uh, everyone, tweet your love for Chris Rose. Go check out the rotation. You guys are nice. And we'll, uh, we'll yeah. see you soon, soon-ish maybe. Well, that was a question mark. Considering you're the boss, yeah. that's uh, that's not very <laughs> supportive. Well, no, I was at, Well, I guess it's kind of. Well, we peel back the curtains here, but I just, uh, uh, Robbie Shiraco, your producer extraordinaire. I got yeah. his sheet over this morning, and he, uh, you know, he had a good suggestion on there that maybe we have a a monthly Chris Rose pop in or something. I was like, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. So, how about that? I agree. Okay. I agree. I'm around. Okay. Well, all right, boys. I got to find my notes. I've got my whole Longoria interview somewhere around here. We'll have the wheel of moderately interesting things to spin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spin this once. Yeah, we, we could cross promote. Yeah, hit hit Trev with it. I'll have Blue yeah. answer this. The, the player. 
Oh, this is a great one. Double play. Uh, who do people say you look like? What celebrity? Um, Brad Pitt, you know, mm. no big deal. Mm-hmm. No, not all Brad right, Pitt. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey. People say that all oh, the time. Oh, okay. Travis oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. And he's a good looking oh, dude and good. kind of a cool guy. So like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take that. Oh uh, yeah. He's got way more swag than you. Yeah, do, he which does. It's hard he because you got swag, but he's yeah. got it big time. Nice. I like that. That's a good call. Damn. Thank you. All right, gang. See you, Rosie. Have a Rosie. Weekend. Thank Peace. you. Let me tell you something. The chat did not like me saying that Longo was this close to being a Hall of no. Famer. Maybe he's not that close. Yeah. Maybe he's more like <laughs> 10 or 15 feet. You know. But he's my guy. Let me let me gas him up a little two, bit. You know, two, three more six-war seasons, and you're there, Longo. Um, thank you. He, he can do it. Thank you to Chris Rose. Everyone go tweet at him. Tell him you enjoyed him on here. Um, I know the chat was loving it. Uh, Rosie's the best. Rosie's the best. And... Yeah, I, I now see the Travis Kelsey thing. Beef you up a little bit, give you the one earring. Yeah, um, yeah, I got. I, yeah, I need to get a little bit bigger and a lot more like swag. All right. Well, speaking again, a little bigger. Before we go to our standout performances, this is a new one for me, Trev. Fundrise. Fundrise. We're in. We're investors here, Trev. In 2021, a truly diversified portfolio. Trev, you've got, you're actually my guy for this. It needs more yes. than a traditional mix of stock, bonds, and mutual funds. It needs private real estate. Studies have shown that portfolios with an allocation of private real estate generally <coughs> delivered a better risk-adjusted return with more annual income and lower volatility over the past two decades thanks to its track record of consistent performance and cycles. Spread the money out, man. You got to do it and do it with Fundrise, man. Uh, Access to diversified portfolios of private real estate to all investors with their industry-leading, easy-to-use platform. Fundrise's team of real estate professionals carefully vets and actively manages all of their real estate projects with their easy-to-use website, and you can track your portfolio. I was actually going to do this with Chris Rose because the first guest episode, he had Snell on, and he was like, Snell, did you buy a house in San Diego yet? He's like, nah, I'm renting, dude. And he's like, buy a house. <laughs> That's a good investment. You're going to be there for a couple years. Buy it, sell it. You'll thank me later. You guys, unless you get traded to the Padres, use Fundrise. See yourself how 150,000 investors have built a better portfolio with private real estate. It takes just a few minutes to get started. Go to Fundrise.com slash baseball today that's fund rise f-u-n-d-r-i-s-e dot com slash baseball fundrise.com slash baseball invest a little it's smart bbd you're a young guy invest a little bit yeah i'd like to be smart okay try it out sometime i like the idea of like the 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 fund of it because a lot of times obviously not everyone has capital to just go in themselves and buy some real estate but if you crowdsource it and get everyone together get a little piece of the pie i like it i like it love that all right trev let's start cranking we'll get a little more bbd in the show let's go to standout performance Mm. there's a couple good ones uh bbd you might have to get the rear and get the one guy we're clearly missing right now um but i'll go first and i uh i went yankees biased right now because uh, holy crap, Giancarlo Stanton is in a different world. Um, my man, I mean, 
you know, we try to pick out one game, and he had two games listed on the sheet. Tuesday, he went four for five <laughs> with a homer, a double, three RBIs. Wednesday, three for four, homer, double, four RBIs. The guy, I mean, it might be a late night, 10 p.m. Jake and Trev conversation. If this dude keeps up for a whole season, not like he's been the past two weeks. He's hitting he's hitting 500 the past two weeks. Not like that. But if he puts together the Giancarlo Stanton season that, you know, he did a few times on the Marlins, the MVP year, analytics guys and people that follow the game are going to check in. He's every year he leads an exit velo. Uh, mm-hmm. Every day he basically leads an exit philo, and that directly correlates to getting more hits. He has a very unique batting sense. If Giancarlo Stanton can stay healthy, stay consistent, and be good, he can kind of change the game a little bit where I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of these hitting coaches or analytics guys, if you're a big boy, just get that bat to the ball and let it go, man. Uh, and he just looks so locked in right now. If you make a mistake to him, it's going a long way. Uh, so I'm giving it to Big G. I like that. Uh, number one, let's. I'm going to talk about that. Okay. But the chat is requesting BBD in the rectangle. Give the chat what they want. Okay. Yes. Make it happen, BBD. Wow. You can do that. Goodness. Holy cow. Footlong. Who ordered the footlong? Big, big dong in the rectangle. <laughs> That's what I'm talking like about. Well, All right. Let's talk about John Carla because we did this on the C-Rose IG Live. We talked about him. His average exit velo right now is 99 point something. <laughs> League average is 87 point something. Okay. The guy hits the crap out of the ball. The game is better. When Giancarlo Stanton is healthy and on the field, because I don't want to like be mean. That's not a mean thing. This is a compliment. He's like a mutant, dude. Like he's so strong. Like he is, he's like a superhero out there on the baseball field. All he's got to do is touch it. You know, Mm. our boy Dan Rourke, another uh, producer extraordinaire at the company, we put out our uh, highest exit velos every day on the sequence Twitter and Instagram Mm. ad. Every day, just Giancarlo Stanton, every day. Every day. Like, oh, man. it's He's been really fun to watch. Like, not even in a joking way, it's every day. Like, even his outs are loud. The out to end the game yesterday. Bregman snared. I think that was, like, 100-plus off the bat. Um, it's it's freaky. You're right. Like, you know, every, every 5'10 dude in the minor leagues probably shouldn't be trying to swing like Giancarlo. But if you're a big boy, give it a chance. Because if you can make the ball hit the bat enough, I mean... It it could be game changing. Stay healthy, dude. Keep it up. Uh, he looks really good right now. Trev, who is your standout performance? There's so many really good performances. I mean, I think someone we're going to talk about really deserves it. Oscar Yanoa. I mean, that's a pretty awesome Ooh. one. We could go everywhere. That fuck Randall Grichik <laughs> is doing really well. I like Randall Grichik, but I'm just doing what yeah. Jimmy would do. I like that. In case anybody it's doesn't an appreciation. know, I love you, Randall. It's an appreciation. For but you. I'm going to go with one of my guys. You know that's what I do. I love my guys. Yeah. Especially, you know, if I know you and I played in the bushes with you, we're, we're together forever. So that is my guy, Cole Swervin Irvin for the A's. Eight innings pitch, only one earned run, nine Ks, three hits. Mm. Look, I played with Cole in the minor leagues. He was dominant in AAA. A lot, a lot of... 
a lot of foolish swings. I think I've talked about him a little bit on Talking Baseball. Uh, and it hasn't translated in the big leagues. Got a few starts here and there. Uh, three starts in 2019 with the Phillies and only three games. No game started uh, last year. It just didn't translate, okay, for whatever reason. But then he goes over to the A's, and we know what the A's can do. They just find pitching. They know how to develop pitching. Cole's over there now. Six games started, a 3.09 ERA. And what I love, Jake, you know mm. I love this. 34 strikeouts, five freaking walks. Yeah. I love Cole. He's a guy, like one of the nicer guys you're ever going to meet. So I'm happy for his success. And look, man, player development, Jake. Mm. Coaching, player development, it means something. I I don't know what the Phillies are doing over there. They couldn't figure out Cole, but the A's look like they sure have. And if you get a guy like that, a guy that's just a, a throw-in, you didn't count on him doing anything for you, all of a sudden he's probably one of your better pitchers, that's how a team uh, you know, has a banner a year. So good for Oakland, good for Cole. You're my standout performance. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how many years you can go back and the Oakland Athletics have a pitcher that gives them kind of a – a great season just out of left field. Like it was, uh, it was Bassett last year. I mean, Bassett was their one. Um, mm -hmm. The year before that, I mean, Montes kind of took off, but he had some prospect stuff. Like at 34 year old Edwin Jackson gave them 17 starts with a 3 3 ERA. So uh, Oakland, you know, Trev, we, we will now have a running joke forever about coaches after the San Francisco Giants <laughs> incident. But no, you're which I was right about. By I the mean, way. what if what if you could t you know, if you could tell a free agent start pitcher, although that's not the A strength, but if you can unearth a starting pitcher every year to give you twenty starts with a nice ERA, teams that's every team's dream. Yeah, teams normally pay a free agent twenty million dollars for that. Oakland pays a coach eight hundred k, and then they get a, a random player to do it. So. Uh, and when you say swerving Irvin, I mean, that just does something. Hmm. You know, he makes his own fishing poles. Too. I did not know that. So go, ch go check that out. That. He would literally be making fishing poles in the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs locker room. And I would, you know, did I make fun yes. of him a little bit? Sure. Yes. Whatever. But we have a good relationship. So, so show. Love, you. love you, Swerve. So show. BBD, uh, there was a gentleman who probably should have been the first one mentioned that I hate to force your hand, but it needed to be forced. Jake, I think I figured out which guy you were referring to. It is John Means. Threw a no-hitter, a perfect no-hitter. Because it was the well, first one, no uh, no walks, no hit by pitch, no errors. Mm. Just the drop third strikes, the only guy that got on. Yeah. Still faced the minimum. The arguably, as good as it gets. Arguably the best no-hitter ever. A pass ball strikeout. Well, I I would say because people have been talking about this. I still think the Galarraga one is the Ooh. Mm, that's the worst Ooh. perfect game that isn't a perfect game. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty that good. one's tough. That one's really that tough. That was a perfect game. <laughs> it's tough. But yeah, what 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 a game, man. What do you guys feel about the the drop third strike rule? Because that was a hot button topic on Twitter. Everyone. You know, Pitching Ninja hates it. Fire it into the sun, he said. I just, I get it. Yeah. I get why people are mad about it, but in my opinion, it's just it's just another completion of a play. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the other play in sports I compare it to, which people hate this, 
uh, is the fumble through the end zone. No, I know, oh. I know. Pe- oh. And people hate the comparison between those two, but I think both of them are like somewhat of a last ditch effort to to still be successful. If you're a batter and you strike out on a gnarly pitch, but it was so gnarly it gets away, you still get a chance to get on base. Uh, you know, that's kind of the the wide receiver reaching for the pylon, and if you can knock it out, that's your reward. So. I don't know. It, it's it's a quirk in the sport. If it went away, I think at the same time I'd be like, yeah, you know, it kind of makes sense. I get it. The pitcher won, but I, I like it as a little loophole. No hitter wants to run to first base after striking oh. out. Just watch guys Disagree. try to do like this. Uh, Disagree. That was a big. Oh, that was that your was favorite a big part? part of my strategy towards the end. Oh, that pitch might get away. <laughs> That is something that everyone thinks about. Should I just swing <laughs> at that pitch and just run to first? Because I'm not going to get no a way hit the off catcher's getting it. Uh, BBD so was a beautiful award. No hitter, John Means. There's some uh, early settler. Uh, yeah, oh, early yeah. settler name, big time. Uh, got a, his brother. Got a name? brother named Jacob Means. John and Jacob Means. And then I think like also maybe like a um, like a he could have been like a 49er, like a Gold Rush guy, okay. like. You know, we were saying traveled across the country in search of uh, riches. We were saying his look is more Pocahontas vibes. Like if you gave him one of those outfits and he's got that big jawline and all that. Um, happy for him, man. And he he could be pitching himself into an interesting situation. Former All Star, he's been lights out this year. I think that brought his ERA down to like one three. Uh, it was one seven heading into that game, so he's already having a good season. He's got three years of control left. You wonder. Does that line up with the Orioles or what they think their timeline is? Or can you flip him and get like an absolute haul at this point? Three years of control on a lefty pitcher? Um, Make it like the move you point to. If they think they're going to be good at all in the future, you can't do that. No, I I understand it, but I I don't know. I'd be interested to see. Because the Orioles probably think they're going to be good in two years, which means you'd have... Two years of John Means. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, great stuff, BBD. A lot of guys got snubbed. We might be talking about them and in Fuego, but until then, Beavers. I, uh, yeah. Whoa. Some botch. That was really good. I do a really good mouth trumpet. It's my number one skill. I was going to say I need the mouth trumpet today because I realize in this moment that's the only other sound I didn't have. I did end up getting the music earlier that we discussed. I did anyway, a, I did a mouth trumpet from the other front in the studio, and people in the main office thought it was a real instrument like being played on YouTube. It's my top skill. It's really That good. was very impressive. BBD, slump, watch me. Guys, we've got – well, the guys we were watching, are a few are ready to come off. Uh, but the five guys we're looking at, the biggest offers of the week, Carlos Correa comes to the Bronx, goes mm-hmm. 0 for 12. RBI that? mixed in there, 3Ks. Freddie Freeman has an 0 for 7 week, two walks, both intentional, mm. 3Ks. Mike Moustakis, 0 for 8. Wilson Contreras, 0 for 8, two walks, 5Ks. Kyle Tucker, 0 for 5, two walks, 2Ks. Got uh, a lot of we don't know you chance in the Bronx. Yeah. Mm. That was That was... That was that's kind of a good one. That's that hurts. That good, hurts. Good, a little good bit. John Sterling clip from that. Jay Sterling calls on Twitter. Um, BBD, if I'm reading this right, it looks like we've got three guys that should clearly come off slump watch. 
It looks that way to me. I mean, so Ty France is, is a firm stay on, I stay, think. sure. Another Hawk. 0 for 10 week. Lindor we're still watching. Yeah. Got one, got one this series, but that is all. Uh, but Max Muncy, we've been watching him. I think he, we might still want to make that its own watch. Three for 10, two homers, a double, triple. Only one walk. So Good for Muncy. Kind of not doing the, the thing Muncy's been doing, and I... I want to watch that for myself, but I don't know. Slump watch he, stuff. He's off slump watch. We'll, we have half an eye on Muncie as of now. Mm-hmm. Might be getting his own section. Shohei Otani, we put him on. It wasn't a firm put him on. Just we wanted to watch it, and, yeah, he's off again. Four for 11, two homers, a double, three four RBIs. And Jose Abreu, two for seven, homer, three RBIs, walk, two Ks. And those are the guys we were revisited. Okay, so Jose Abreu, Otani, and Max Muncie are off. Good job to those guys. Uh, snaps for them. Uh, so I'd say Trev. I mean, Correa, Freddie Freeman, those two jump out in a big way just because name-wise, Ofers, and Freddie's two walks both being intentional feels impactful. Yep. I don't know the situation. I'm guessing, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they, they were intentional. I didn't watch those games. So for... What? For for me, it comes down to our guy Moose, which just hurts, and I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can either. I don't think I can put Moose on there. Especially when Wilson Contreras has the same numbers. I think it's Wilson Contreras. Especially if we're doing the trade deadline Cubs, which Chris Rose just said they will be selling at the deadline. There's multiple reasons to watch. I'm looking at the, the slash line. I can't I can't put Wilson uh, Wilson on there because he's still having a, a good year and two games you're gonna put him on the slump watch I, I don't I don't like that. okay I can throw in so it might we can throw in a late it edition. might have to be Moose give me the late edition I mean Judge this Astros series I mean I think oh. he got a hit in, in that first Whoa. game he went but he, he had, had five strikes he had seven consecutive okay. K's between those last two games the Yankees are kind of real again so the Yankees can on. be on slump watch big again. box BBD just throwing in Judge at the buzzer ain't that it every time holy I look at his numbers smokes. I'm like holy shit like even with his bad it, series or bad game, whatever. I mean, he's still yeah, have a really like, good. People don't want to hear it from Yankee fans. Aaron Judge is an absolute stud. Like he really he is. is. Um, put him on the. Put on. him on he the had a little, watch. You know, every. Yeah. Yeah. He had a little strikeout spree. Giancarlo getting MVP chance. Bro, five strikeouts in a game is tough, so he deserves to be He had, what was it, seven straight at one point? Yeah, he had the 0 for 5, 5 Ks, and he struck out his first two at-bats yesterday. That said, they didn't feel like awful at-bats, just vibes-wise, but they happened. I like it. I mean, big box BBD, just, how about Judge? Get on the list, babe. Um... Okay, so our slump watch list for next episode, Ty France, Frankie Lindor, Correa, Freeman, Judge. That's not a bad five. Um, Mike Moustakis dodges it because we all like him, so that's good news. That's good news. All right, BBD, let's turn this, let's turn this up a notch. Let's get to the good stuff. Mm. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. We've got... Some good names for Enfuego. Stanton's been going absolutely nuts. I gave him the award. Uh, 
615 is the batting average, people. Miggy Rojas, Chris Rose rotation. How about a little 7 for hmm. 12? Gets his first homer. Triple, two doubles. Oh, baby. Circle the bases. Ramon Laureano, he's been going off. Jordan Alvarez, how about two homers off Garrett Cole? 500 batting average over the series. Avisail Garcia trying to put the team on his back. Greg Jennings, 636 batting average. That's 7 for 11. Brandon Belt with a couple homers and a doubleheader. That was huge in the John Boy Media homer draft. Brandon Crawford, a uh, couple good days at the office like that. How about Pat Vileka sneaking in? 5 for 9, your boy Trevor. That's who we've got on the Enfuego list. Can I tell my Pat Vileka story? I would love again? if you did. Pat Vileka's older brother, Chris, and I grew up playing baseball together, and that's a big family of ball players. I think there's, I think, I don't know, there might be three of them that have played pro ball. Don't know that. I don't know that for sure because that was a long time ago we were hanging out. Mm. But I did at one point sleep over at the Vileka's house, and we watched, and this is kind of full circle, we watched the first Mortal Kombat movie together. And I just got really high the other night and watched the new Mm. Mortal Kombat movie, which was excellent. So I'm always rooting for the Vilekas. Very nice family. Uh, Pat's kind of had to ba- bounce around a little bit, but uh, hey, man, good for you. Nice little, nice little five for nine, Johnson. So go Pat Vileka. Go, Pat Vileka. Go. Um, how about it? Um, good. That's kind of in flago. Ain't that it? Yeah. Let's go to. We're getting towards the end. We're timing it well. Let's finish strong. Regular old awards. Awards. Tough without the echo. Well, I'll I'll start this Trev, one. Trev, I would chance. love that. I would love that. I mine is more of an apology than an award, so I'll just call it the apologetic award, and it's going to go to Brandon Belt on <laughs> May the fourth. I read off the John Boy Media Homer draft picks, and I forget who it was. Somebody picked Brandon Belt, and I said, oh, he's not really a slugger. Mm. Oh, I remember. Well, who it turns was. out he's hit. Was it the Talking Yanks crew? It was us. Okay. Well, uh, I said that, and then there was a doubleheader that day, and he hit two homers, one of them being Grand Slam. And then the social media department of John Boy Media made it very clear that he's also hit many more home runs than me, so he is more of a slugger than me. Mm. Uh, So I'll just say, look, I didn't mean any offense by it. I'm glad you took that to heart and went out and hit homer, so I apologize for calling calling you a non-slugger. Clearly you're a slugger. The baby giraffe, my guy, Brandon Belt. Good for you. Uh, One of those guys, another baseball reference page, like, okay, he's pretty damn good. Stuck up there in San Francisco. Um like you said, four for ten, two homers, grand slam, seven RBIs. He just shoved it. Shoved it up. Man. So I'm sorry. That's a very nice apology. Yeah, we uh I forget if it was on here one day. We were debating this in the office. We did uh if Brandon Belt had played uh like with the Yankees, if he had the short porch, and I think it would have added like 10 to 12 homers to his career or something, and it's like, how would we look at Brandon Bell? Uh, He's had some big years. He's had some lesser years. Um, Huge for the John Boy Media homer draft. Uh, I'll give out the – so I was going to do – I mentioned the Minnesota Twins stats and not nine-inning regulation games. 
uh, the Mad at Uncle Bobby Manfred Award, but we already talked about that, so I'm not going to do it. I'll give a uh, uh, the Copycat Award, uh, and it's going to go to a couple guys. Uh, you mentioned Yunoa, uh, who's been hitting and pitching. Um, by the way, go check out Oscar Yunoa's home runs. He's like kind of pimping them. It's like a funny, it looks like a wiffle ball type swing. And he, he's hit a couple taters. And Chris Rose mentioned it, Dylan Cease. How about have a day, kid? Pitch some one-hit ball and get three hits? Uh, so shout-out to all the pitchers that are trying to go Otani mode and copycat him. Um, and I think those tweets are starting to get old whenever a pitcher gets a hit. Call it be like, oh, is this Otani light? I think we're we're finally hitting the peak of the mountain there that we kind of need to to cut that out and come back. Um, which, by the way, Trev, I, this could open up a whole can of worms. Um, I can't believe I, I want to throw this in. What would... Okay, I'm going to phrase this terribly. What would... Okay. What's the worst Otani's stats could be where he could win MVP? Like, that's what I was asking myself last night. Like, if Otani finishes the year and he hits 30 homers, um, you know, has an OPS in the nines, and then he has 12 starts and a 3-5 ERA, is that enough to win him MVP? Like, I'm trying to think what the balance is in your head. That's, that is a strange, a strange question. Strange I think he's got to be healthy the entire season. I think he's got to make more than 12 starts. Like, he's got to do that the entire year. And, I mean, look, he's he's doing things that literally have, like, never been yeah. done before. Uh, there was a pretty good stat out there that I think our girl Sarah Langs put out. Yeah. Talking about, you know, hitters with over 10 home runs and 30 strikeouts. And it's just, obviously, it's just him and Otani. Um I don't know. That's a, that's a really tough question to answer, but he, I think he has to be healthy all year, and he has to pitch and hit all year. He can't like take some time off of pitching, like with a minor arm injury, and just hit. Like he's got to do both all year. I guess that's where I I kind of mentally have been disagreeing. Is that like if Otani has, you know, I know we just kind of threw all stars under the bus, but he finishes with what looks like an all star season. Like if he has thirty home runs, like he, you know. He had a really solid hitting season. It's not a season that would win you MVP. But if he also has a handful of solid starts, like, we yes. don't have a way to quantify that. So I And I just wonder if the voters see that and they're like, well, you know, how many guys hit 30 home runs and also had 14 good starts? Nobody. So that's why he's, quote-unquote, most valuable. So I don't know. That's the thing is it's, it's, it's going to be up to, obviously, the writers. And, like, they love shit like yeah. this. They'll be able to write all sorts of articles and content creation because of it. So I think, like, he, he's he got to be the front runner right now. Yeah. Just because of that. Like, I'm not saying he's maybe deserves to be the front runner. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. But I think the writers are going to eat that shit up. Hmm. Okay. Well, poorly phrased. Can I say one yeah, thing? Yeah, please. People uh, were saying the Mortal Kombat movie was really bad. I will admit, I'm not the best judge of movies. A lot of times when I think a movie is good, people are like, oh, that movie sucks. And then on the flip side, when I think a movie is bad, people are like, oh, you just didn't get mm. it. And maybe that's true. I thought Mortal Kombat was very entertaining. Was I was I on the moon for it? Yeah. Yes. Maybe get on that level. I don't know. Yeah. 
there was some gruesome stuff going on. I thought it was cool. It was entertaining. It wasn't like it was, you know, Schindler's List or something like that. It was just it's a different type of movie. It's the reverse Tiger's effect. Like, can you just entertain me a little bit? And I, I haven't watched the combat. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. BBD, did you, I know we didn't fully prep you. Do you have a little award you want to get out there? Yeah, I, fi- I figured out where I'm going to go with this. Um, no, although, I, you know, I'm, I'm always looking to, to go there if I can. I think I would have they, turned off your mic if you gave out a Phillies infield award. Yeah, so I'm giving out the Phillies infield <laughs> award. And it, no, uh, I'm giving out the Bring Me Down award. Okay. I'm giving it to Dallas Keuchel. Okay. This year he hadn't fully gotten it going. We, like, targeted him for the homer draft the other day because he hadn't fully gotten it going. They were facing the Reds. And Castellanos crushes left. They didn't play him. It's a different issue. Um, but he goes seven innings pitch and only one K, which is like you kind of just don't see that. Uh, but fourteen ground balls, and just a lot. That's a season high ground balls. The last three starts, thirteen, eleven, and now fourteen ground balls. So I don't know. It's just getting the ball down. That's what he does when he's right. Doing like the like Dallas Keuchel thing. Just does it his own way. Very. Those are, those guys are very valuable in today's game. Keep the ball on the ground. Maybe go to cores. Help the Rocks out. Help Jake's former team, uh, the Rocks, out. I uh man, I want to check out his baseball savant really quickly because he's going to be a fun one to track. Because you know Cy Young Keuchel, we've come back a little bit from there. Um, man, I I'm just that's a guy who can clearly pitch, and like his baseball savant probably shouldn't matter at all. Like I bet it still looks solid. But yeah. I wonder, three years from now, is Keuchel still going to be getting dudes out and nerds are going to be pissed off? His spin's not that great. I don't know how he does it. It's because he knows how to pitch. Because he gets, oh all, he gets all these ground ball quick outs. His baseball savant is fantastic. He's 93rd percentile in average exit velo. Everything else is a... His fastball velo, 3%. Fastball spin, 8%. <laughs> K percentage, 2%. Like he, uh, okay, so it's already where I wanted it to be. That's fantastic. Fantastic. He's able to get all these ground balls, all these quick outs. He hasn't broken 100 pitches in a game yet this year. I'm just, this is me just looking at his game log, and he's still gone at least five innings in all but one start, and that was the first start of the year when clearly they're like, yeah, four innings and you're out of here. Just building up. Every other time he's gone at least five. Most of them have been six, I think. No, just the last three. Anyway, Dallas Keiko, like you. He's great. Did you face him a lot, Trev? I did. Tough at bat, yeah. man. I don't know what my numbers are against him. They're not I good. I don't think yeah. I had I, no extra base hits or something like that. You know, he's just a head scratching yeah. AB. You go up there, you have a plan. You're like, okay, I know exactly what he's going to do to me. Uh, but he just nibbles, bro. Yeah. Like he'll he'll make you expand the zone because he can put it where he wants it, and you get, you know, you got you got to be really patient with with him. And you can get overly aggressive because you're like, dude, it's a it's a lefty throwing 88 miles an hour, you know, 88 to 91. Like that's my guy. But the where he's able to tunnel pitches and and like I said, just make you expand the zone. So it's just tough at bat. Four for 15, walked in once, five Ks, three doubles in the forehead. So when, okay. when you got him, you got a nice piece. Okay. Okay, okay. Trev. Shit. He's got a double sign the in the left bag. center, double to double down or down the right field line. It looks like. Oh, that's a nice little piece. <laughs> it says line drive to short right field line, which I don't think I've seen all those together <laughs> on a 
description before. I respect. Yeah. Look, put it this way: I respect Dallas Keuchel immensely. Yeah. You know, I don't hot. respect a lot of starting. Low key hot. Double down the left field line too. He's hot in his look. The beard play. The beard He's plays for him. Look. He needs. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, hot in his yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. had a, you had a uh, two for three day against him the last time you faced him in seventeen. You were with the mm. Rays. <laughs> it's just funny. Oh. Single single down the left field line to deep left field. Double down the left field line to short left field. Whoops. So I don't know what happened, where those were. I'm gonna go watch that tape after this. What's up? I blocked that uh, season from my brain. What's so. up, Longo? Um, before we do elevator talk, which I'm not even sure how to bring up, so maybe we'll bring we do a random team. Hey, we just pick a team. Uh, best friend of the week, BBD. I'm I'm gonna step it. on your toes a little bit. Oh, you have it, Trev. Oh, okay. I wanted it. Who do you yeah. you know who it is? I'm an, I have a guy. okay. He's tall. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Plays for the yeah. Rangers. Yes. Hearn Hunge. The Hearn Hunge getting the W. Two innings pitched. Seven batters faced. Gets his first dub of his career. That's 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 snaps, baby. Way to go, Hearn Hunge. What I'm talking Taylor about. Hearn of the Texas Rangers. Uh yeah, that's that's our dude. Got his got his first major league W. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. I know not, cool. none of you kids or analytics people care about getting W's anymore, but to get a baseball and say I I was the winning pitcher in a major league game, that's pretty damn cool. Um so And he's you know, he's from Yeah, local. You know, Dallas area. So it's that's really cool to do it for your home team. Also, low key, pretty hot. Step it up a little bit, Hearn. Hey, we're giving you the the best friend of the week. Overall stats need to you need you know reel it in a little bit. Let's yeah. go, baby. Got all the pieces Root there. For you. Little reliever effect. He's punching people. It's coming. It's coming. Um, all right. Okay. The last thing. Elevator talk. We spin a wheel, and I don't have a wheel, so I'm gonna make maybe pick a team that we haven't talked about that we want to talk about a little bit. Wow, it's looking like a lot like the Diamondbacks. Let's do the Jays. The Jays. The Jays. People always say we never talk about the, the Toronto. Jays. People always I, say. Trev, I can't believe you said that. It landed on the Toronto Blue Jays. Do you? What are What are your pure thoughts before you even jump to the page? What are you feeling? I want to. I mean, are they banging like they were supposed to be banging? Let's see. I got I got to look that up, okay? Like I'm I'm not we don't talk enough about the Jays. How so about how about that? this? Okay, we kind of put them aside. Second in home runs in the American League. Mm-hmm. Uh the other hitting stats kind of middle top. They're 5th in batting average, 6th in on base, 6th in OPS. So they're not fully clicking. They are hitting the gopher ball. So I don't know if they're trying to do that too much or what's going on. Um yeah, that fuck Grichuk, third third shout out on the show for John Boy. Get better friend. 306, 345, 858. He was supposed to be their fourth outfielder this year. Not too shabby. Um Vlad's killing yeah. it. Bobachet's, you know, being Bobachet. You know, they haven't got anything out of uh Danny Jansen. Alejandro Kirk's on the IL, so that's interesting to look at that position. Their bullpen's been fantastic. Um one, yeah, a couple guys on the IL now. Yeah, huh? it, it's a bummer, especially Merriweather. But even without him, uh, Dolise has figured it out. Uh, uh, Joel Piamps, am I saying that right? Can't believe how many innings he's gotten for them pretty clean. 
Uh, Tim Meza, the lefty specialist, he's been killing it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they're Tyler Chatwood, Chatwood, Chat City, baby. Um, yeah, I mean, their question is, it's the starting pitching. Uh, man, Ryu is back, so that's good. Um, Robbie, Ra- Robbie Ray, Robbie been good? Ray. If how about this? If you want to check out an interesting stat page, go look at Robbie Ray. Um, you can dice up his numbers to put him with the elite, especially when it comes to strikeouts. Um, and I think he's reunited with an old pitching coach there. And so far, 28.2 innings, a 3-1-4 ERA. Wait, Ross Stripling said he was going to hit a Houston Astros batter the next time he faced him. Marley Rivera put that out. He's facing him this weekend. Check that out. Jake sucks. Jake sucks. Thank you to Trevor, Chris Rose, BBD, Get Better John Boy. Hey, leave a review. Say Big Box BBD. Chris Rose. Can everyone go review our podcast? So we want to be uh, number Six one on the chart. Six yeah. stars. Please. 